Yo, 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 Jazz, we ready to go? Let's get it. I want you to say it with me on the count of three. One, two, three. Life of Lips. Let's go. Don't let this moment's past you. Grab you a pet in the pad. Life is moving too fast. Slow down. Live you a life of list. Don't let this moment's past you. Grab you a pen in the pad. Life is moving too fast. Slow down. Live you a life of list. Yo, yo, yo. Thank you so much for chiming in to another episode of Life of List. I'm telling you, I'm going to keep doing it till y'all get it. I want you to be in your car, on the treadmill, in the kitchen, stirring up some eggs. And I want you to wait for the pause. And I want you to be like, life of list when you hear it. Thank you so much for pushing that play button. Make sure you, you like, share, subscribe. Like, let the people know. If you're enjoying yourself and you're having some good times here with Derek Sire and the Life of List book, well, listen, we don't want nobody left behind. Come on, was that Bill Clinton? No child left behind. What? What? Who was that? Is that was that Bill? I think that was Bill. Let know. I think it was. Don't get me talking politics. I'm sorry. Um, but yes, we want we want people to be a part of the experience. And you know, I can't keep going without showing some love and throwing some shout outs. Shout out the possibilities for hosting this, for letting me camp out in their studios. Shout out the Paradigm Shift for powering it. Santiago. The man, the myth, the legend, the magic behind the machine, and then jazz here in spirit on the ones and twos. Thank you all so much for supporting. Let's dive in today. Today's topic, the playground. I absolutely love it. The playground. Of course, you know, I can't go in without first going back. So my son is really compassionate. And one of the things that I challenge him to do whenever he goes to school, this was back when he was in elementary school. I was like, yo, listen, I know you fast and I know you like playing the sports, but one day a week, I want you to find somebody on the playground who's playing by themselves. I want you to go and I want you to be a friend to the person who doesn't have friend. I want you to play with somebody who normally doesn't play. And I want you to ask them first if they want a friend, then Two, I want you to spend your time hanging out with them. And he will report back. And what I found is that my son was making new friends by being a friend to somebody who did not, drumroll, have friends. Now, why is this important to learn as a kid? And hopefully it's, a, it's an attribute, it's a lesson, it's a tool that he takes as an adult. I think it's important because oftentimes we're going to be in spaces, I believe, where people are like us. That's just natural. We want to be around a place where we don't watch our language, where people give us grace, where we can let our hair down and we can speak freely and we don't have to worry about editing our language. You know, it's like we just want to be in a space where we can just be comfortable. But I don't want us, I don't want me, I don't want my kids, my friends, my families to spend all of our time there because if we spend all our time with people that are like us and we create these homogenous, um, siloed um, spaces, if we do that, then the world doesn't change. How does the world change? It's when we get in spaces and we contribute our perspective and our experience and we shake things up a little bit and provide a different alternative to what's happening in that space. So what happens when my son goes? He takes his, his soccer ball and he goes over there and he says, hey, my name is Ethan. Do you want to play soccer? And they're like, sure. And he plays soccer. And, and now the person that he plays soccer, that he plays soccer with, comes over with the other kids. And now he's included in into playing soccer. And this is something that I learned from my dad. 
My dad would take me as a kid and he would introduce me to people all the time. And I found myself learning all these really quirky things by trying to connect with other people. And I do it as an adult still to this day. I find myself eating foods because I get to hang out with people who eat different foods. I find myself having different experiences and being in different cities and doing these really cool things that I wouldn't do on my own, but I get to do them because I attach myself to other people who enjoy doing those things. Not only do I get to learn about them and the things they enjoy doing, but they get to learn about me. I remember a few years ago when I was trying to connect with the mentee, his name is Adam. And Adam is Moroccan. And there was this uh, particular time to change the semester. Uh, I want to say this is around 2017, 2018. And uh, I was doing a really good job of connecting with all these students. In fact, I was considered a master mentor on campus. If I knew a kid was trying to be a barber, then I'd be like, yo, bring your clippers tomorrow. We're going to set up in the cafeteria. You're going to cut my hair. And they'd be like, for real? And I'm like, yeah, man. And if you mess me up, I'm going to wear this haircut for two weeks and I'm going to tell people who cut my hair. <laughs> so you better step your game up. And I would sit there and they would cut my hair. And sometimes it'd be good. Sometimes it'd be messed up. If people told me that they wanted to, to, to draw, then I bought them a sketchbook. If people told me that they wanted to, um, uh, to work with animals, then I connected them with the veterinarian clinic or I got them a job at the zoo. If they, whatever they told me, I would meet them in that space. And so I just found a way to just really connect well with all these students. And whenever I walked through the halls, y'all know a couple episodes, I was the guy. I'd walk in the store and the kids would be like, yo, that's Mr. Derek. And the parents would say, oh, you're the guy. And I absolutely love it when I'm in a restaurant and I see people and they're like, oh, you're the guy. Or people get the book and they're like, oh, you're the guy. I absolutely love it. I'm walking in the hallways, in the hallways during school and they're like, yo, you're the guy. And I'm like, I'm the guy. But it was this one guy named Adam that I could not reach. I could not connect. And so I pulled Adam to the side. And I was like, yo, man, like, why are you over here? He was like, man, you don't want to connect with me. And I'm like, I would love to connect with you. Man, you don't want to connect with me. I'm like, bro, tell me how to connect with you. And I will connect with you. He said, celebrate Ramadan with me. And I was like, Ramadan? He was like, yeah, Ramadan. I was like, what's Ramadan? He was like, do some research. It starts next week. I was like, yo. So I go and I, I look up Ramadan and I learn about this, um, the sun up to sundown, fasting, right? It's partnerships with the Nation of Islam, with Muslims. And I learned that um, there are people all over the world that during this time, they're more generous and they're more focused on their spirituality. And so I celebrate Ramadan with Adam. Little did I know, he didn't even finish it. So I ended up doing Ramadan by myself. But because... I celebrated Ramadan with this kid that I was trying to connect with. I was sharing my Ramadan experiences. Well, what happened when I shared my Ramadan experiences? Well, other people wanted to know about Ramadan as well. And then I connected with communities that were also celebrating Ramadan. And then I find myself at Rose State during this iftar, which is this, the breaking of fasts, this time uh, of prayer where right after the sun goes down, you have this iftar. This iftar is food and tea and dates and this connection and uh, people are charitable and they're giving to each other. And I'm sitting at this table and I meet this family from Turkey. Now at the time, I had just came back from Turkey. 
And the aunt was like, you just came back from Turkey? She's interpreting through her niece. I say, I just came back from Turkey. She said, did you have a Turkish mother's food? I said, well, I was at a restaurant. Unless there was a Turkish mama back there cooking, I don't know if I had Turkish mama food. She said, you're going to have an authentic Turkish mama's food. And I found myself two weeks later in these people's home. I mean, they had a spread of food out. And I take my shoes off when I walk in the house. And as I'm eating at the table, we're having Turkish tea and people are leaving and they're, they're, they're breaking fast and they're praying and they're coming back. And it was a storm that took place and it was raining so hard that people couldn't see and power lines were going down. And so I stayed an extra three hours to let the storm pass. And I am in this place hanging out with this Turkish family in Oklahoma City because I decided to engage someone on the playground. Because I engaged Adam. I then had an opportunity to go over to Turkey and Bulgaria and experience that. And I celebrate Ramadan. I still celebrate Ramadan to this day. In fact, Ramadan is coming up in a few months. If any of you would like to celebrate with me, reach out to me. And it's a full month um, plus a couple of days of fasting, Sunday. but I had this really cool experience because I connected my, to myself, my, I connected myself to someone at the playground. What does that mean for you? Get outside of your circle. That means whatever area you spend a lot of time in, whatever you've deemed as your playground, whether it's work, whether it's the gym, whether you participate in an adult recreation athletic league, if it's um, in a professional organization, whether it's at school, wherever you're spending time, I want you to identify somebody who is outside of your immediate sphere of influence, outside of your daily routine, and I want you to reach out and I want you to connect to them. What happens when you connect two things are going to happen. If you sincerely connect and you connect well, two things are going to happen. One, you're going to learn about them. The second thing is they're going to learn about you. And maybe I'll throw in the third, maybe I'll, I'll throw in a bonus, is I promise you, you'll learn about yourself. And our attempts to go out on the playground of life and connect with people, not only are we going to learn about others, but we're going to let them learn about us. And in the process, we're going to learn about ourselves. Get outside of your circle. Do something new. Connect with people different. Challenge yourself. Challenge the way you think, the way that you speak, the way that you view life. Share your experiences and, and, and indulge in the experiences of others. And I promise you, you'll look at the playground of life differently. Episode 29. Go play with somebody. Thanks again for listening to another episode of My Life of List, hosted by yours truly, Derek Sire, powered by Paradigm Shift, recorded in the Possibility Studios. Signing off until next time. Don't let that small moments pass you. Grab you a pen in the pad. Life is moving too fast. Slow down. Live you a life of list.